Welcome to the Summit County HealthCast, a podcast to improve the health and wellness of residents in Summit County, Utah. Join us as we interview local experts, professionals, and more to provide you with the best health and wellness tips Summit County has to offer. Let's get started. And welcome back to another episode of the Summit County HealthCast. I'm here starting off 2018 with Brian Hanton, who is the District Director for Basin Recreation. How's it going today, Brian? It's good. Thanks for having me. Hope you had a great new year, and we're looking to get things rolling again this year with some new episodes. So today what we're going to do is just kind of an overview of Basin Rec and all the many things that you offer to the public. But before we get into Basin Rec, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I, I grew up in a pretty athletic family. My, my parents were both teachers and coaches, so I feel pretty fortunate to be brought up in a lifestyle like that. And when we, originally from Michigan, moved out here in 2001, we were going to stay for three years and we're on 17 now. So we found a pretty nice place to be and uh, d- definitely like the outdoor activities that, that this area offers. Uh, we love to fish, camp. Um, do a bunch of different sports. I have two kids, uh, 13 and 10, so we're chasing them around with the soccer games or football games or baseball games. Um, definitely uh, enjoy enjoy where we live, and it's feel pretty fortunate to be here. I think Summit County kind of has that thing about it. People come and they have a hard time and leaving. They never after. leave. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So it sounds like you had a pretty athletic childhood. Is that kind of what led you into the position that you're in now? I feel pretty fortunate to be where I'm at. We, when we moved out here, uh, we moved out for my wife's schooling. And that was the three-year plan and, and moved back to Michigan. But uh, we found I, I was lucky enough to work. I first worked in Salt Lake County for the, the recreation department there. And we moved up to Park City. We lived in Salt Lake for about a year and a half. And then I just saw an ad for Basin Rec in the paper and thought I'd give it a shot and it's worked out really well. I started as a summer camp coordinator and now after 14 years with with the district, the district director. So it's worked my way up, I guess you could say, and it's definitely a a good place to to call home. So just for everyone's curiosity, what's a little bit of kind of your day-to-day schedule like as the district director? Um, I've, I've been in the position just over a year now, so it's meetings have definitely filled my my agendas. Lots of, I mean, we we value our community relations with with different entities and uh, making sure that we're we're working well with community partners and having meetings with Mountain Trails Foundation or Utah Open Lands or Summit Land Conservancy or with the county, um, with the city. So just a lot of meetings, just coordinating activities and, and different things that we we do throughout the day. And then also meeting with staff, making sure that that we're able to meet their needs and, and provide to the community and, and what they want to give to the community and what the community has asked for. So a lot of meetings now, not quite on site as much as I used to be, uh, but definitely uh, still enjoy just getting to meet the people and different players and different different organizations. And it's it's definitely been a, been a fun run so far. That's awesome. 
It sounds like you're really enjoying the job. I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, um, I mean, when I started school, I was going to go in business and that lasted, I think, a semester. <laughs> and then, then I went back into Parks and Rec or Phys Ed and Exercise Science. And I, I really, I mean, it's a, it's a passion for me to help. I, I felt very fortunate with the lifestyle I had. So providing that opportunity for people in the community is it's kind of a goal. I mean, just giving them that opportunity to recreate or to have fun or to create a lifestyle that, that's more beneficial for them health-wise. Okay. So we talked about all the different, just touched on the different community partners you have and the numerous meetings you have with them. And I think when we get into this, people are going to realize that you guys are maybe a lot more than first meets the eye. There's a lot of stuff going on with you guys over here. So give us, let's start with the thousand foot view of Basin Rec, kind of what it is, what are the different services you offer and things like that. Yeah, Basin Rec started, I, I want to say it was in the late eight, uh, 80s. It was as the population of Park City started to expand out into the junction. There, needed, there was a need, the county recognized the need to have more recreational opportunities in this area. So we were formed. And from that, we started out with playing fields, a few trails, and a park. And now we have three community parks. We have 150 miles of trail. Uh, we have multiple, multiple different sports, either in our recreation facility, the field house, or outside in our parks, or with our community partners. We, we definitely try to utilize the resources that we have. Um, one thing that we probably don't do enough is tout what we do. Sometimes there's other people or people don't really always understand what it is we do. Like you said, I mean, it's, it's more than meets the eye. I mean, 150 miles of trail of the, I think Park City has about as a total 350. So 150 of that is maintained and managed by our crews and they take great pride in that. So it's, it's fun to, to see that part of it and see the, the community out using the trails. And then in our parks, I mean, we get swamped some days or pretty much every day. And our, our, our staff is out there cleaning and prepping and making sure it's met to the quality that, that the community expects. So there's really something for everything, no matter what type of exercise or recreation you like to do. Exactly. Um, like from our field house, we offer 80 classes a day. Uh, it's it's over almost a 90,000 square foot facility. We just added a pool, a gymnasium, we have an indoor field. Uh, there's so many different things to, to offer. We have classes for our three-year-olds up to 99 plus. Um, it's it's definitely a, lots of options and we feel lucky in this community that they're the, the community looks for things to do. They value the recreation and they, and they see that value in that for their lives or for their kids and they want to make sure that it's there for everybody. So what are some of your more popular classes and I guess in the facilities that you have here, the different offerings, what are some of the more popul popular venues, I guess you could say, or areas that people seem to take advantage of the most? Our field house is probably the busiest. I mean, obviously being year round and uh, this from other facilities that I've worked at in the past, there seems to be a, there used to be a dead time from like 11 until three. In this facility, there's not. Because of the, the population that we have, we have a bunch of pilots, people that work in the medical field that work different hours. So 
they find the right times for them and when it's less busy here. Uh, so the field house is, is definitely one of our busiest places to be, uh, but in our parks in the summer times, um, we have one of our classes is called Power Hour and it ranges between 30 to, to 50 participants, but they can also bring their kids. So their kids are running around playing in bounce houses when they're indoors and they'll be outside at, at, our, at one of our community parks. And so the kids are playing in the playground while the parents are getting their exercise in. So it's, it's definitely nice to find those different niches that the people really want to participate in and that one that's lucky they can bring their kids so they can run around and hopefully get tired too. Right. <laughs> Definitely a struggle keeping the kids energy down to manageable levels. Exactly. Right? Yeah. With the classes that you do offer, is there how do you determine what classes you offer? I know there's a ton and there's a huge variety. Is that set throughout the year or is it kind of based on public input or how does that work? Public input and trends. Our, our fitness staff, they'll go to conferences and see what's new and upcoming. So they'll try some of that. Um, they'll use the input from, from the community and the users to see what, what do they want, what do they look for. I mean, being fortunate again, this community is full of transplants. So people from California or New York or Texas or, I mean, all over the world, they'll come and, and they want to live here. And so they have a bunch of experience in, in what they've done and where they came from. And so they might provide some input on, on different class ideas. And then our, our staff just is, is continually trying to make the classes we've had forever good and, I mean, keeping it current and bringing in some new classes as they as they find those trends and what the people want. Do you have any that are kind of perennial, popular, or always full that you the, want to talk about or highlight? Yeah, that power hour is definitely one. We have our spin classes this time of year when, well, once we get some snow, um, people will be inside more and they, they love the spin classes. And um, we have a bunch of, I mean, with our, our pools open now if you want to swim outside and the we have a nice heated pool that people can come utilize and take advantage of that and we're actually we're overlooking it right now where we're at and there's some people out there right now i don't know the temperature it's like 20 something degrees if, if we're lucky it's that this is the coldest spot in the whole in the whole um basin so it's 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 steamy and but there's still people out there swimming it looks very steamy it doesn't look like they are cold at all and it looks like they're having a great time getting that exercise in and being able to enjoy that even right now during the start of January. Yeah, I mean, it's a quick dash probably to the locker room and back. But. I bet, definitely. <laughs> definitely. So we kind of did an overview of the facilities and we talked about the number of trails that you guys have throughout the western side of Summit County. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about some of your parks and just other open areas that you have or any plans you have coming up for more that you can share. Yeah, in our what we currently have in our park system, we have three community parks. Uh, one's at Trailside Park, we have one at Willow Creek Park and Matt Canoe Park. They're all kind of a little bit different where Trailside Park, we have two main soccer fields. There we have a big bike park and we have a skate park there, we have a disc golf course, we have a dog park. Willow Creek Park, we have enough for three big soccer fields, a lot of playgrounds. Trailside has some playgrounds as well. And a, a bigger dog park at, at Willow Creek with a pond. So if you want to, in the summertime, if you want to bring your dog to go swim, you can go get them cooled off that way. And in the winter, we, as long as the weather cooperates, we, we uh, make it an ice skating pond. So people that wanted to come out and skate, if they grew up in the Michigan or in the east and grew up skating outside, they have that opportunity as long as the weather cooperates. At Matt Canute Park, we have a synthetic field that we, our staff, um, they plow 
so the teams can come out and play on it or if you just wanted to go run around on it in February we start plowing it so it's an open playing field that people could use and fortunately with the weather we have it's actually tolerable right um, where you can go out there you think of you playing, might even break a sweat too that's true I mean you think of playing outside in February when it's 10 degrees but it actually I mean it's it's still a good experience our dog parks are are something that's probably in the last seven years we've started to really implement those probably our most popular is run amok just below the ulp it's 42 acres of open dog space where there's two miles of trail or more more there's more than that now we added some more um, but you can do a loop of two miles or more and just let your dog run wild and there's a bunch of other dogs in there so it's it's definitely a, a nice environment and as we know this community is definitely dog friendly definitely and they it, i mean they some are treated better than kids <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true whatever that says we won't get that's into right it, we're not going to go there but yeah the, the dogs are definitely a, a valued family member to a lot of people in this they community. do all right for sure so now that we've done an overview of the facilities and the parks what's the one thing that most people might not know about Basin Rec that you wish they knew or wish they could take advantage of? Maybe one of your hidden gems. Probably, I mean, I think a lot of it is our trail system. I mean, we, we want the people to know that where their community dollars go. And of the, I mean, Park City is an Imba Gold trail system. So there's not many of those in the, in the U.S. If, if the world. It's, it's the highest rating trail system you can have. And 150 miles of the 300 plus miles at Park City Touts is Basin Recreations. And our crews work really hard on that and, and making sure that it's it's held to the standards that, that the community expects and that we expect. And I mean, Mountain Trails definitely does a great job out in the community. And um, sometimes a lot of people think our trails are theirs. I mean, we like to think that we collaborate and work mm -hmm. well together. Um, but just, just so they know that their tax dollars are going to use um, maintaining a lot of the trails out here in the basin and, and, and knowing that it's their basin. I mean, it's, it's what we do too. And just so they know that it's, it's, it's all of what we do is, is trails and parks and recreation and trying to make a healthier life for everybody out there. My next question, this is one of my favorite ones that I do in these interviews. It's kind of looking into the crystal ball at where you see things going in the future. So related to health and recreation, what are some specific challenges you see that Summit County is facing or could face? And how is Basin Recreation being proactive to prepare for those or to prevent those challenges from happening? Or just how are you overall actively promoting the future health and welfare of the community? Gotcha. Yeah, with, I mean, we, as we see the population growth here is, is not slowing down. And people, I mean, I found it 20 years ago, it's a, it's a great place to live. And so once you get here, most people don't leave. And with the population growth and everything, we, we probably the biggest challenge we face is making sure everybody feels included in what we offer. If it's different populations, we have an adapt, a great adaptive population. We want to make sure that we can provide for them. The underserved populations, the Latino outreach that we have, and we're definitely trying to make sure that they feel welcome and, and, and wanting to participate in our programs. We're, we're one community. We want to make sure we're all involved in, in everything we can do and at least provide them the opportunity to come and participate. They, I mean, we can all make choices in what we choose to do. Um, but yeah, just making sure that we're reaching out to those communities. We, I mean, there's a, I think it's called Communities in Action and we work with the schools and just trying to find different 
opportunities for all people of the community to know they can come use our facilities. It's a public facility. They can come try it out. They can come stay and do it for years. But just making sure that we're including everybody is probably one of the biggest things that we want to make sure happens. Coming up, do you have anything? It's New Year's. People are coming back to the gym with their resolutions. Do you have anything coming up? new announcements or classes or anything that you want to highlight and get the word out about? Probably the biggest thing, um, at this Saturday we have our wellness fair. So that's that's happening from, I think it's from 8 to 11. Uh, people can come out and try. We have sample classes people can try. Um, we know the New Year's is a great time to to get a new grasp on life and try something different or, or just trying to get back into the flow and, and making yourself a healthier, healthier person as you go. Um, so they can come and try that. We have, I mean, there'll be pass sales during that time, so if they decide they want to do it, they can join up, and I think they save 20% on what the membership fees are, and the membership fees aren't outrageous, so we try to keep them where where most people can can use the facilities with that. Um, but just just come and try us out. I mean, with the, with the new year, there's so many options. We do a fun over 50 program for those over 50. I mean, we take them. Uh, they'll go on snowshoe hikes and uh, they'll go river rafting. They'll, they'll try all different types of things and um, just come, come check us out. And there's definitely something for everyone here as we've already talked about and discussed that here at the field house there's basketball courts, there's the field house, there's the pools, there's the weights, there's the classes. So there's something that you'll probably enjoy if you want to come and you haven't been before just come and take a look around and see things. That's right. So just wrapping up now, if you had one message for the public, one thing you wanted to know from this interview, what would that be? With at Basin Recreation, we I, I, I like this might sound cheesy, but it's just we like to create smiles. I mean giving people the opportunity to enhance their quality of life, try something new, no matter what their age. Um, if it's if it be a sport program for a three-year-old or an exercise program or an outdoor activity for for a 70-year-old. I mean, just to try something new and, and challenge yourself a little bit and hopefully enhancing your quality of life. So it's something that you want to do and, and share it with your friends and or make new friends and, and continue that and hopefully enhance not only your life, but the people that, that you're around so you can make everybody a little bit better. Awesome. Well, Brian, thank you so much. It was great talking to you. You bet. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Summit County HealthCast. For news, program information, and more, visit us at summitcountyhealth.org. Stay healthy, Summit County.